now, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Hello, people. Hi, people. Hey, can you hear me okay? Yeah, you can. <laughs> hey, the Christian counselor wrote, yeah, he did. Turn it up. Where? The number one. You. Turn up what? My mic? Yeah. Okay. Alright, hello people. Alright, thanks for sharing it out. Here we go, people. Say it ain't none of my business, huh? A woman's got a right to choose. Next you pull the trigger, what then? Whatever happened to Sid? Okay. <laughs> All right. So today we're going to talk about some abortion issues. We're going to talk about some homosexual issues and other stuff. I'm just staring at the camera. And I was trying to rig a sunshade on the camera so it wouldn't be so dark. And you're uh, slightly more to the yeah to your right than you were yesterday, just so you know. Okay, so should I move this way? Yeah. the weirdest opening to any show ever, isn't it? Because <laughs> uh. your mind's on hold. Hello, people. Hi, Rachel. Hello, Sean and Diane. Aaron. Mia, Wanda, Sophia. Tell us the truth. So, uh, Facebook is down. So, if you're actually on Facebook, are we actually on Facebook today? Um, no, I, I couldn't, okay. get, couldn't get there from here. You couldn't get there. Okay, yeah. Well then, too bad for Facebook, huh? All right. Well, anyway, okay. If you're on YouTube. <laughs> Welcome to my station, and feel free to subscribe anytime you would like. Okay. Yep. Facebook and Instagram is down. Yeah, I know. Okay. Well, you know, it could mean a couple of things. It could mean that Facebook was hacked again. Oh, yeah, I could... I don't need that in anymore. It could mean that Facebook was hacked and that all of our data has been breached again, which wouldn't be a big shocker because our data is always getting breached, which is why I encourage you to get ID Shield. Okay. I mean, if, what? What? 
You want me to turn me up Just, again? No, no, don't do that. <laughs> Did you want to say something else? No. no? Actually, if you turn the uh, phones level down. Which one is that? The white to the very, no, there you go. Not all the way down because I want to be able to hear what's oh. going on. That's good. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Uh, what was I saying? Okay, yeah, ID shield. Hey, here's the deal, people. If you don't have identity theft protection yet, you should get it. <laughs> you, you should because your data is being breached every day usually. You just don't know about it. Do you know that there's places that are breached that they don't even tell you that it's breached? Because I don't believe it's even in the law that you have to tell. I don't know. I could have made that up. But here's the thing. If you're a LifeLock customer, you're paying too much and you're not getting as good of a service as you would with ID Shield. ID Shield does a couple of things way more superior than LifeLock. Number one, um, <laughs> wow, that's bright, Randall. Sorry. <laughs> that white bare face is like, <sighs> anyway, so he put a really bright white screen up that you, okay, that's better. Gosh, that's like hurt my eyes. Um, LifeLock does not offer a $5 million guarantee, service guarantee, like ID Shield does. And they also don't offer full service comprehensive protection and service in the event that anything happens. So why pay for a service if they're not going to help you fix it? All they do is monitor it. And they charge you more. So, you know, just saying. All right. Anyway, um... So, today we have a lot to talk about. I, if you didn't get to see my get slug thing from earlier, that's why I have this on my hand. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have this on my hand. This is one of these carpal tunnel things, you know, because you guys know I'm suffering pretty badly from it and got a pinched nerve in my neck. And so, this morning when I went to play pickleball, I was feeling pretty good. I was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play. I'm not going to end up numb like I did on Monday. You know what? I played and I ended up slightly numb. <laughs> so, a lot better than, than I was Monday. So, yeah. You know, stuff, it really happened. Me and Randler were, were like pickleball and, well, pickleball is going to be the the health death of us. So, hey, but you know what? If you're going to die, you may as well die playing something you like. You know what I mean? And I have to say, honestly, in all truth and sincerity, that today... I played on a scale of 1 to 10, probably about a 6. <laughs> I, I played pretty bad today. My my poor partners were like, what was that? <laughs> I'm like, what? They're like, <laughs> I hit it into the, the net, you know? At least I did not serve it poorly. I have a killer serve. I thought maybe Facebook took my account down. Hmm. Nope. Well, not that I know of. Well, Facebook's going through some issues. I don't know what it is, but hey, you know what? Who cares? You can see me here on Periscope and YouTube. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Vimeo. Uh, Vimeo, okay, Bareface, how about we go with uh, the um, Reformation Charlotte article? Um, okay, so my friend Stephen Black, who is one of the, I think he's the executive director over at First Stones Ministries, uh, he's a former homosexual, and him and Janet Mefford, who hosts a radio show over, I believe, on the AFR network, um, they recently did this conference called the God's Voice Conference, which is a, 
rebuttal to the Revoice conference, which is the conference that they're out there trying to promote homosexual Christianity as normal and natural and legitimate, and we should all embrace it, you know. Well, the God's Voice conference was a rebuttal to that. And anyway, long story short, uh, Stephen and Janet uh, found out that Vimeo, which was hosting some of the videos from that, decides to remove this whole church's account for... And it was essentially because they, quote, violated the, quote, terms of service uh, based on, quote, um, uh, you know, their basically guidelines for hate and all that stuff. So anyway, here's what the article says that was written. And then we're going to look at something else, too. So Vimeo removes church's account for not supporting homosexuality. It's no secret that the secular world is against Christ. Put a one if you knew that was enough. <laughs> Right now, the world stands with homosexuals, transgenders, and abortionists, but God opposes them. Jesus said, if the world hates you, you know that it, hated, it has hated me before it hated you, which is true. This couldn't be more true today in a world that flaunts self-idolatry and self-fulfillment. The worship of self and personal self-interest is the foremost religion of today, and uh, anything that stands in the way of this uh, will be plowed over by the world's silencing machine. Recently, a group of conservative Christians, also known as the God's Voice people, uh, which, by the way, Janet Mefford tweeted them and said, hey, thanks for writing this article, Reformation Charlotte, but how come you didn't mention our name? Anyway, I haven't seen the answer to that yet. But anyway, recently a group of conservative Christians held a conference that promoted biblical values and truth in regards to homosexuality. The videos were hosted on Fairview Baptist Church of Edmond, Oklahoma's Vimeo page. Citing a breach of terms of service, Janet Mefford reported that only were the videos of the conference taken down, but all of the sermons from the church that were hosted there. You can see a copy of the notice sent to Fairview's account below. So we scroll up. This is from Vimeo. Hi there. Thank you for reaching out. Don't you like it? it? says, hi there. Hey, hey there. Vimeo's so laid back, aren't they? Uh, anyway, thank you for reaching out. Hey there. Thanks for reaching out, you guys. Yep. Anyway. Not a fan of the grammar. I know. Hi there, I know. comma. I know. I know. I know. I'm mocking it right now. Just can't you tell? Anyway. <laughs> hi there. Thank you for reaching out. Your, your account has been removed, just so you know, <laughs> for violating Vimeo's terms of service and or guidelines. Specifically, Vimeo moderators will generally remove accounts or content that, quote, make derogatory or inflammatory statements about individuals or groups of people, are intended to harm someone's reputation, have an overall mean-spirited vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's a vibe. Um, we also forbid content that promotes sexual orientation change efforts. It appears that your account had a series of live dreams promoting these views we apologize for any inconvenience and wish you luck in finding a video hosting platform more suitable to your needs you know how i read that i read that as you know I, here's the thing hi there hey thank you for your reaching out you know, we're so happy that you reached out to us after we just like canned your account you know first of all it points out number one sexual orientation change efforts read uh, a therapist or a pastoral counselor who's trying to help somebody who wants change with unwanted same-sex attraction, uh, you know, they Vimeo saying no. I mean, they're they're totally in the the business of promoting homosexuality. 
and basically saying that people who want change can't have change. They don't support it. So they call that derogatory, inflammatory, um, you know, and and intends to actually like harm someone's reputation. And it has an overall mean spirited vibe. It does. <laughs> Gotta watch out for those vibes, people. And then they basically give them the finger in the last sentence where it says, we apologize for any inconvenience. <laughs> basically give them the finger, you know, and wish you luck in finding a video hosting platform. Because, <laughs> you know, all the other people out here, <laughs> they're going to do the exact same thing. And this is what I've been talking about for a long time. I've been talking about the war between uh, Christian freedom of speech and the discrimination laws. Years ago, this would have never, ever happened. Okay, sincerely, Marty. And then the, the line underneath Marty's name is trust and safety. When I share with you another article that Vinimio was mentioned in a couple years ago, you guys are not going to find trust and safety in that comment, okay? Anyway, the article goes on to, to show Janet Mefford's tweet, which says, this is what Vimeo sent to Fairview Baptist Church at Fairview Edmond, noting why the church's account with all its sermons was deleted. No content allowed that promotes sexual orientation change efforts, even though God's Voice Conference was about the Bible. Bad enough, but this is blatant admission of Vimeo viewpoint discrimination, not just objections to specific content. They removed sermons that had nothing to do with, with, with SOCE. They removed Christian testimonies from people who left LGBT lives. They removed other talks on scripture. Medford explains that this is blatant admission of Vimeo viewpoint discrimination. It is against Vimeo's policy to allow any content that they deem to promote sexual orientation change efforts, read biblical morality. This is the onslaught that Christians are going to have to face in the coming years. It will only get worse as not only private companies that hold the exclusive rights to the most frequented public engagement forums, but governments around the world are cracking down on free speech as well. And you know what? Hey, it's okay. So what? Who cares, right, people? Do we care that Christian freedom is being suppressed across the world? I mean, seriously, should we? Should we give a rip? <laughs> I mean, yes, obviously we should care, but should we be surprised? And the answer is no, we shouldn't be surprised because, because the world hates the Lord and anybody that promotes his ways, they're going to hate, just so you know. Did you want to say something? Yes. Okay. I'm in the shadows to protect my identity. Whoops, my name is below my <laughs> camera shot. Let me see if I can block some of the sun. So maybe we should get a professional camera and some of these little webcams. Um, but uh, yeah. anyway, let's try and that. And Tommy is in the house. And so, and Gina, did I say, and Natasha, wait, you guys came in late. And did I say hi to Sean? I can't remember. And TR Fungi, hello. Uh, Jonathan, let's see who else came in that I didn't see. Rob. And Juan and Terry and other clandestine people that may be watching. Are you going to say anything else? I was going to until I was so pleasantly interrupted. Uh, Good save. I'm going to say, I'm going to guess that what they found so offensive, what Vimeo found so offensive, was that the videos featured Christian testimonies from people who left LGBT lives. I think that presents the most offensive thing. 
because that that violates the narrative that that threatens the narrative of you know you know self fulfillment self you know whatever gratification self you know whatever you know i can be what i want to be whatever i feel like and decide i am today and of people that have left um lgbt lives and i'm sure that that was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back that makes me want to um makes me want to uh cancel my vimeo subscription because well you know what i can tell you a number of people are if you uh you get there and you follow these threads a couple of people i've seen a couple of people who have already canceled their accounts okay so i'm just trying to scroll through the comments here uh vimeo removed christian videos really yep uh how did you get your name across the bottom of the screen roy uh, roy wants to know um randall typed it in our little program s-t-a-c-y-l-y-n-n-h-a-r-p poof it's gone what the heck? Put it Poof. back. Okay. It's back. Yeah, it is. Okay, let's see. They say you're narrow-minded. So? <laughs> Isn't that a narrow-minded comment, actually? Uh, the line of good and evil becomes more defined. Yes, it's true. Okay, Vimeo is not great anyway. Such pleasantly presented bias. I know, right? <laughs> Do we know what the Noahide uh, laws are? I'm um, actually, I have read about those, but right now my middle-aged brain is not like remembering exactly what they are, but don't worry. Let's see. Christians really don't have free speech. Pay attention. To, okay. All right. The Bible has become hate speech. Well, that's old news. Do you know? Okay. Sorry, Randall. Can you see my comments? Yes, I can. Melanie, I can. Yes. And born that way is threatened. Never use Vimeo. What is the name of the program you use? Um, well, we use, what do we use, Bareface? It's, uh, it's Wirecast. Okay, what else? Um, and then we are multicasting right now only to two platforms because Facebook is down. Uh, we should multicast to Vimeo. Do they do live now? I think they do live now. Anyway. Ooh, how about Bible News Radio? Go over to Vimeo. Do we have to pay, though? Yes. Oh, well, forget that. Yeah, we anyway, can't afford that. <laughs> we're, we're, we're multicasting with caster.io. It, yeah. takes, it takes a few mouse clicks to do that and a little bit of setup, but the price is right for the multicast. Yeah. We did. We did. We were using some other service that cost us 100 bucks a month. and then we, Which was easier to, to manage and set up. We had to cut our expenses. <laughs> Bible News Radio is on a, you know, a string shoe bug budget. Anyway. All right. Let me read this other article. Okay. This is from LifeSite News. And this ran March 30th of 2017. This regards Vimeo too. This is titled, We Run a Christian Ministry to Homosexuals. Vimeo just removed all of our videos. So this isn't the first time, uh, you know, that this has happened. You know, I actually have heard about Brax. Um, Ryan told me about it, Vandal. Just haven't done it. We should do that. Okay, anyway, so it says here, since the earliest centuries, A.D. Christians uh, have been speculating about the coming one world government of the Antichrist. But what if the precursor to that government isn't a government at all? 
What if it is agenda-driven, multinational corporations who size wealth and domination of a market gives them the same power to coerce as a governmental power? Or more. Hmm. These days, it's hard to know who's taking their, their who is taking their cues from whom, the NSA, or Amazon, the CIA, or Facebook, the Defense Intelligence Agency, or Vimeo. Question mark. <laughs> the stripping of First Amendment freedoms of speech, religion, and privacy have all been broached in our generation by both corporate and government entities in the name of national security and/or under the guise of protecting people from quote hate speech. Um, as an example, Target department stores flung open its bathroom doors to pedophiles and sex criminals, would-be transgenders, and others in an arrogant and callous disregard for the safety of women and children, which is why I actually um, have, um, have uh, boycotted Target, with the exception, I think, of going there twice for something in the last couple of years. And Randall can tell you that. I mean, we haven't done that much. Our former president spent a great deal of time, effort, and taxpayer dollars trying to force nuns at the Little Sisters of the Poor to pay for abortions via insurance premiums. We got an abortion story next I'm going to share with you. And to strip florists and bakers of their religious freedoms with egregious fines so as to drive them out of business for not complying with Big Brother's wishes. He also set out to rob school districts everywhere of federal income if they refused to allow men into women's bath and shower rooms. Never mind that his order would allow any man to enter such private areas. Big Brother has to, to has declared it uh, to be so or else. George Orwell was prophetic. In 1949, George Orwell wrote the classic novel 1984, where a totalitarian government takes control of its population and programs the minds of its people to accept their enslavement. Here are some chilling quotes from this prophetic book. Freedom is slavery. The party seeks power entirely for its own sake. We are not interested in the good of others. We are interested solely in power, pure power. Reality exists only in the mind of the party, which is collective and immortal. One does not establish a dictatorship in order to safeguard a revolution. One makes the revolution in order to establish the dictatorship. I hate purity. I hate goodness. I don't want virtue to exist anymore or anywhere. Rather, I want everyone to be corrupt to the bones. Okay. And if all others accepted the lie, which the party imposed, if all records told the same tale, then the lie passed into history and became truth. Who controls the past ran the party slogan controls the future. Who controls the present controls the past. That's why history is important. And that's why history repeats itself because people are ignorant of history. Anyway, another quote, the choice for mankind lies between freedom and happiness. And for the great bulk of mankind, happiness is, is better. Power is in tearing human minds to pieces and putting them together again in the new shapes of your own choosing. Power is not a means. It is an end. The object of power is power. No one ever seizes power with the intention of relinquishing it. Which, again, I have to tell you, when you look at the history of America, right? George Washington. Now, let's talk about George for a minute, and then I'll keep reading this article. George Washington, you know, most people believe was our very first president, okay? There's some debate over it. I know. I'm not even going to get into it, but there is debate. 
But here's the thing. When George, good old George, was president, he had the opportunity to become a dictator if he so desired because people didn't really care if he was the president all that long. But George, being the person that he was, he actually left his presidency. And then the second president moved into power, right? And this is how America has played out over and over and over again, um, which makes America a great country because we don't have a dictator. But here's the thing. The thing is, with um, other countries have dictators, you know, countries that really do oppress Christians and stuff. So the very fact that Washington relinquished his power shows you the character of the man. And if you want to bring this into the 21st century, which we are currently living in, uh, if you look at those politicians who've been um, in Congress and the Senate, you know, just in Congress or the House for decades, who decide that they want to run for all eternity until they die, uh, you got to ask yourself why. You know, there are good men and women who have actually decided not to run. They could have ran forever, but they didn't. They stepped out. Um, J.C. Watts, just as an example, he used to be a congressperson. He stopped. He left. He's a good man. He's a godly man, actually. Uh, he's, um, he's a good man. But here's the thing. Nancy Pelosi, just as an example, boxer, <laughs> Feinstein. I'm, just, I'm picking on California because I know California well. Um, these people, they care about their power. That's what they want. They don't want to, like, relinquish it at all. So no one ever seizes power with the intention of re relinquishing it. or re Yeah, however you say that. Anyway, okay, go on. I'm going down more. More quotes. Don't you see that the whole aim of new speak, that's what was in 1984, is to narrow the range of thought. In the end, we shall make thought crime literally impossible because there will be no words in which to express it. And just so you know... Um, you know, it's basically, I mean, we have that right now. We have the thought police today. I mean, what you say or do doesn't matter. Only feelings matter. Man, if that doesn't like apply to the LGBT lobby, I don't know what does. Big Brother is watching you. Then there is The Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. <sighs> then there was the 1931 dystopian novel Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. One believes things because one has been conditioned to believe them is a quote from that. On no account brood over your wrongdoing. Great is truth, but still greater from a practical point of view is silence about truth. Most men and women will grow up to love their servitude and will never dream of revolution. Reality, however, utopian, is something from which people feel the need of taking pretty frequent holidays. A really efficient totalitarian state would be one in which the all-powerful executive of political bosses and their army of managers control a population of slaves who do not have to be coerced because they love their servitude. Science is dangerous. We have to keep it most carefully chained and muzzled. And then there's corporate big brother Vimeo. The most recent example of corporate big brother is Vimeo.com, which is the single largest platform for high-end videos on the internet. Remember, this is 2017, so maybe this changed, but right now this is what I'm reading. They essentially have no competition for the market and have become a monopoly. If you want your video to be seen worldwide by the market that expects high-end quality videos, they are the only place to go. In the past few years, they began to 
began dictating new political correctness rules for the many nonprofits, churches, ministries, and corporate entities, some of whom had spent tens of thousands of dollars establishing their presence during almost a decade on the site. Vimeo's new rules imposed restrictions on what they could post on their own well-established pages. You'd expect such rules to revolve around eliminating pro-pedophile videos or rape videos or pornographic videos or videos about terrorism, jihad, or other violent acts. No, those were okay. Okay, so pay attention. Pay attention. So Vimeo is taking off Christian content, but Vimeo is advocating all of the stuff I just read, okay? Pornographic videos they allow, uh, terrorist videos they allowed, jihad videos they allowed, violent acts they allowed. Um, just put G jihad in Vimeo search bar, and as at the time this was written, you get 2,233 selections. Put lust Vimeo in a Google search, and one option is a porn filmmaker site. Among 288 other sites containing 2,872 videos, Search on Google for rape plus Vimeo and you'll get 2,817 videos. Google teen rape plus Vimeo and you will get at least one rape video. <clears throat> Vimeo offers sugar daddy dating sites for the enrichment of children and teens everywhere who are looking for some, for some extra cash, plus all kinds of gay porn videos. You can even watch some of Allen Ginsberg's speech glorifying NAMBLA which is the North American Man-Boy Love Association, a society that promotes the molestation of children on Vimeo. I was expecting some concern for the millions of children who can easily access such predator sites, some of whom will no doubt end up being sex trafficked as a result, but just found, found just the opposite. Vimeo removed 850 videos from Christian website. Some months ago, Vimeo removed all of the videos from the Christian Network of Ministries to Homosexuals, the Restored Hope Network, uh, an outstanding ministry that helps those who come to them for healing from wounds that have led to sexual brokenness. Homosexuals have proven and, and significant levels of brokenness, such as histories of childhood sexual abuse, depression, suicidal ideation, substance abuse, domestic violence, Research abounds at the CDC and APA websites. Entire books have been written on the brokenness, not only by ministries like ours, but by secular and gay authors as well. Okay. But the thought police at Vimeo don't want it known that homosexuals have sexual brokenness. They've declared that such an idea is demeaning. They also consider the idea that Jesus Christ can bring healing to sexual brokenness, both offensive and demeaning. Recently, Vimeo removed... All 850 of our award-winning videos, videos that feature many of the world's top experts in helping sexually broken people, as well as testimonies of individuals whose lives have been rescued from destruction as a direct result of the help found in the videos. Though little more than half deal with healing sexual brokenness among homosexuals, Vimeo wanted them all gone and censored. No more help for victims of sex trafficking or other forms of childhood sexual abuse. No help for the massive population of sex addicts, some of whom get their porn fix from Vimeo. Um, many have testified to us that our videos kept them from committing suicide, spurred them to get their lives to uh, Jesus Christ, to give their lives to Jesus Christ, save their marriages, and much more. But Vimeo wanted them all gone. Displaying that very kind 
of selfish self-centeredness that ironically enough typifies sexually broken people. Vimeo claims that our videos, quote, harass, incite hatred, or depict excessive violence, a claim that is blatantly false and without a shred of merit. (laughs) Our approach to ministry has always been based on the scriptural teaching that it is love that compels us, Romans 2, 4, 2 Corinthians 5, 14, and that it is grace that teaches us to say no to ungodliness, Titus 2, 11 to 14. We have always been respectful, kind, and grace-filled in showing people that Jesus Christ can heal their brokenness, no matter whether they are heterosexual or homosexual. Vimeo claims that our videos displayed a demeaning attitude towards homosexuals, again, patently false. When I asked them why our help for sexually broken heterosexuals wasn't also considered demeaning, they refused to answer. Hmm. Got to make you wonder, huh? Yeah, by their own words, it's clear that Vimeo's opposition to our ministry is grounded in unadulterated religious bigotry. Here are some of the statements on our website that offended them. Quote, God can transform the life of anyone caught in homosexual confusion. (gasps) Oh my gosh, that's that's so offensive. Overcoming homosexuality is achievable through the power provided by the blood of Jesus Christ. The horror of it all. Blood. There you go. Yeah. And to the idea that the word of God can be a tool that empowers the overcoming of homosexuality, they wrote, the homosexuals uh, who have been featured in our videos have all testified to multiple levels of sexual brokenness, including childhood sexual abuse, porn, and sex addiction as have many that have been featured in articles and appearances on pro-gay venues such as the Huffington Compost. I mean, the Post. Huffington Post. I meant that. My bad. The Advocate, (laughs) the Dr. Phil Show, and Oprah. I personally was a victim of bullying in childhood, so I'm all too, too familiar with this kind of intimidation. Bullies always go after the small, the weak, and the poor. They know that we are small and don't have the funds to defend ourselves in court. But I know that if you do not fight back with what you do have, they will continue to intimidate and bully to their heart's content, which is why you all need to be legal shield people. You all need legal shield. Just saying. Final letter appealing to Vimeo. In one final attempt to reason with them, I wrote, You are misrepresenting our ministry and outreach to sexually broken people. We are kind, respectful, and helpful to everyone who comes to us for help. We are not demeaning to anyone in any way, nor is the gospel of Jesus Christ demeaning to homosexuals. As former homosexual, uh, as a former homosexual and in ministry to them for 30 years, I'm well versed in the profound brokenness of those who come to us for help. They are often suicidal, dangerously addicted to drugs and or alcohol, bound in the trap of domestic violence, Riddled with STDs, victims of childhood sexual abuse and or sex trafficking, abandoned by parents, kicked out of their churches, sex porn addicted, and more. Multiple gay studies, the CDC, the APAs, and every other secular organization that gathers statistics on the gay lifestyle repeatedly publish proof that there is an abnormally high incidence of brokenness among the gay community if it is so, quote, demeaning, unquote, to address such brokenness why aren't you threatening to remove the videos of such organizations good point um and plus i would add even the irony here i would i would add the centers for disease control and the american psychological association are political in in many regards and both of those organizations actually state the truth about the consequences of the behavior 
um, which the homosexual activist side, they get really ticked off when people like me or Peter LaBarbera or whoever, Janet Mefford, actually cite their research. It's like, okay, hey, I'm, I'm reading their research, not mine. What, you're going to argue with the Center for Disease Control? Hey, I was a therapist for 15 years in California. I can tell you I did not have one client, and most of them were Christian. I didn't have one client that acted immorally out of outside of marriage. In other words, those that did act immorally that came in. All my clients had STDs, okay? I mean, I heard from my clients about their STDs, the struggles with their intimate relationships. I heard all about that, right? I mean, it's kind of like, but okay, so the Center for Disease Control, they, they're just, you know, reporting the, the research they find, you know, but we can't like get a reality check because God forbid that actually happened. Uh, there's actually a book. I don't know the name of it. I have to look it up. But P- Peter LaBarbera talks about a book um, that a guy wrote um, laying out the physical consequence to sodomy that the homosexual community that engages in that act deals with uh, from a medical standpoint. And there have been actual medical doctors who have actually um, documented this stuff and they have lost their jobs because they actually state the truth about the consequences of unnatural body sex with, you know, two men with each other is unnatural. I mean, as as Randall says, you know, you don't want some, you know, it's a one-way street, people. You don't want to, you don't want to you know, put something where, you know, it goes the wrong way. I mean, it's horrible. And so even the homosexual activists are honest to that degree that they'll state the truth. But they, what they do is they lay it over and they blame the Christians because we oppose their lifestyle. Drives me crazy. Ugh, drives me crazy. Anyway, okay, this article goes on to say, and how much longer is it? That's the question. Okay, it's, well, no. Yeah, it's quite long. All right, you know what? This is a long response. I'm not going to read the rest. You guys got the point, okay? The point is that Vimeo, <laughs> it's, a, it's a long article. I'm running out of breath. Um, the point is, is that Vimeo, you know, what, there's a couple of things that need to happen. Number one, if you're a Christian broadcaster or conservative, you have your stuff over there, I'd leave them. I'd, I'd, I'd say, see ya. Bye. I'm out of here. I ain't going to give you any more money. Um, you know, I would. You know, there's probably should be a class action suit against them, honestly, um, for their blatant discrimination, blatant and obvious discrimination against people of faith and stuff like that. The problem, though, is that these terms of service are so broad that they, and they were written that way on purpose, it would have to go to court and probably something that ultimately would end up probably at the Supreme Court. And depending on who's on that, you never know what's, you know, what side's going to, you know, where it's going to fall. Which is why, though, I actually say um, the, the link to the article is over on LifeSite News. I'll tweet it out. I'll tweet it out later after the show. Um, this is why, you know, I want to tell you about Legal Shield uh, and, and our sponsor. But Legal Shield, you guys, look, one of the things I love about Legal Shield is it's affordable. <laughs> First, $24.95 a month. You get a ton of stuff with Legal Shield. But one of the big things that you get, and I think I talked about this yesterday, is you, you actually get contract 
uh, review for contracts, up to 15 pages. If you have a contract that you need to have reviewed, you can submit it to Legal Shield, and they will tell you what's in it and how to how to proceed if there's something, if there's a problem or whatever. Um, most people don't actually, um, you know, when you click the terms of service, accept on your thing, you guys don't, you, you don't, you, like when you did Periscope, I bet most of you didn't read it. Okay. Now there could be something in there that we don't know that's in there that could be like hindering us in the event. Let's say Periscope decides to take our show down. I mean, I'm surprised our show is still up to be honest with you. I'm surprised we haven't been banned on Facebook and Twitter with how much we, we talk about this issue. But the point is, with Legal Shield, you can have an attorney look at that, and then they could give you counsel in, in the event that uh, you need some type of other protection. You would probably get a 25% discount on the services of that attorney, which is 25% cheaper than most attorneys would, you know, would charge. So it's kind of, um, you know, it's important. And um, I think... You know, what I'm trying to educate people about is I'm really trying to educate you about the fact that you as a person have a right to justice, you know, and a lot of the stuff we cover on the show, we get outraged about because it's unjust. It's unjust. It's unjust. It's injustice. It's unjust. And so the thing is, I want you to have a tool that will help you with that. You know, and Legal Shield is the best thing you can get. It's twenty, basically twenty-five bucks a month. It's, you know, it, it, it and it pays for itself. It really does pay for itself. Um, so tonight, let me tell you something. There's a meeting tonight at seven p.m. Central Time. Uh, I'm going to be on it. Uh, where the ladies of justice people that I know are going to be actually showing an overview of how you can become a lady of justice or a Legal Shield member or associate yourself if you want. Um, you know, if you want to join me on that, you can, if you want to learn more, you can go over to bit.ly, um, dot, well, bit.ly forward slash right there. See L O J 2019. For those of you on the podcast, the L O J is capitalized. You have to put it in caps. Okay. Um, that takes you directly to my page. You can sign up there. If you're already a member, if for some reason you're not a legal shield member, but you're only ID shield, you should sign up for legal shield too. If you're a Legal Shield member, but you don't have ID Shield, you should be an ID Shield member too. <laughs> Sign up. You should have them both. You really should, especially given the injustice of the world today. And, and not just this, right? I'm not saying these attorneys will come to your religious defense, but what I am saying is that these attorneys will help you with other issues that are unjust, right? We, we don't get... Um, you know, we get taken advantage of all the time because most people don't think, oh, I could, I could deal with that in a certain way. You know what I mean? Um, that's all I'm saying. So just think about that. Also, Ariel Ministries, they are our sponsor and a wonderful one at that. Randall and I are thanking God for them today. And, and you know what? You guys can support us by getting stuff through there. If you go to ariel.org, get the book Yeshua, The Life of the Messiah. From a Messianic Jewish perspective, um, that's a great book. It's actually a great series. You can actually get, I think you can probably still get the actual series in audio too if you want to watch or hear Arnold teach it. Um, and then there's some other stuff too uh, you can get uh, all throughout the site. So just check it out. Don't forget, use Bible News as the coupon code um, and, uh, and you can get that checking out. Okay, and then 
pillars of the community. Look, you guys, we need more pillars. It's a true story. We do. You know, I sell Legal Shield because I don't have enough pillars to help support our ministry so I can do this full time. Randall and I, believe it or not, our desire is to do this full time without having to work three other jobs. <laughs> true story. Uh, but so we need more pillars. I mean, and, and that's just somebody who's going to say, hey, we love you guys. We want to support you, give you money every month. Uh, you know, that would be really helpful. Um, so if you want to be a pillar, just uh, go ahead, sign up over there. BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give. And the more that you give, uh, the less stress that we'll have. We all get messed around because we don't know how to read all the contracts. Legal Shield rocks. Says Mama Gina. And that's true. Well, Mama Gina knows. She's a member and an associate. Uh, so you go, girl. Um, but yeah, so we need the help. We need the support. Um, in the meantime, please pray for us. Randall's, you know, got his company where he makes videos. If you guys know anybody that needs some good video stuff done, consider Bareface, you know, chapelhillmedia.com. And, um, you know, I also am doing coaching. If you guys want coaching, just get in touch with me. We can talk about that too. All right, I got to get this story, this next story, FDA uh, warning. This was yesterday. Listen to this, FDA warning or warns websites <clears throat> selling abortion pills without prescriptions. You're breaking the law. <sighs> now, before I even read this, let me ask you all a question. If... <clears throat> Do you think it's a good idea that anybody should be able to buy an abort-efficient pill online? Just curious. Because <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> I mean, children can have access to these type of drugs, but then they need a parent's, you know note in order to get an aspirin. I mean, it's stupid stuff, okay? Stupid stuff. So, uh, anyway, so this article, which was written yesterday, says, uh, good. No? What? You guys are so intolerant, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, uh, on Tuesday, released two letters it sent last Friday to a pair of websites offering unapproved versions of the abortion-inducing drugs, um, Mifepristone? And misoprostol. I'm sure I said that wrong. <laughs> Whatever. It basically it's RU486, which you gotta love the name, right? Gosh. Anyway, the letters to aidaccess.org and Rablon note that the sites sell Mifpristone. Tommy, am I saying that right? Probably not. How do you say that? Am I saying it right, Randall? Mifpristone. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Mifepristone. And misoprostol tablets and misoprostol packs. Misoprostol or something. That's what I would say. Who comes up with these stupid names? How come they just can't say? Mifepristone and misoprostol. Why don't they call it something like kill baby one? Yeah. Or, you know, kill baby three. <laughs> I mean, or that's. are you 486 <laughs> right. for Mifepristone? <laughs> I mean, that's what it's for, you know. Well, anyway. Um. So anyway, it says that they, they um, the letters to aidaccess.org and Rablon note that the sites that sell these two drugs in packs that can be acquired without a prescription and taken without medical professionals' guidance or supervision. In normal chemical abortions, 
abortionists give women the the first pill, which is the RU486, in an office. Then they have them take the second one at home. And you know what? I have to tell you guys that I actually have friends that have done this, and it didn't end well. It was not pretty, Uh, what they told me. Let me read your comments. Bob is late. Sorry. It's okay, Bob. I forgive you, buddy. Even though it's Team Randall to you, I get it. Okay, misoprostel, long O and miso, O. Misoprostel? Hey, (laughs) I don't know. I'm challenged when it comes to language. Yeah, okay, all right. So it says here, um, even the FDA-approved prescription version of this drug bears a box warning indicating that the drug carries a risk of serious or even life-threatening adverse effects, including serious and sometimes fatal infections and prolonged heavy bleeding, and is therefore only available in the U.S. through a risk evaluation and mitigation strategy program and obtainable only from REMS certified healthcare providers. <laughs> Don't even get me started on healthcare providers. Anyway, the REMS requirements ensure that providers can assess the duration of the pregnancy accurately diagnose ectopic that's what i thought pregnancies and provide surgical intervention intervention in cases of incomplete abortion or severe bleeding or to have made arrangements for others to provide such care give women access to medical facilities for emergency care and more none of which applies to aidaccesses.org's combi pack or rablon's abortion pill pack By facilitating the sale of the unapproved and misbranded products, the FDA says these sites are causing important safety measures or causing important safety measures that are put in place for FDA-approved mifepristone or however you say that (laughs) for medical termination of early pregnancy to be bypassed. Blah, 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 blah. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, it's an abortion drug, Bob. Incompetent abort. Well, yeah. Well, and you know, the, the, I, I have friends that use that drug. I had a friend that um, actually it was a client, to be honest. It was a client that, that did it. She she had sex with a stranger. True story. Got pregnant. Tried to abort the baby. Well, she used the drug. Caused massive bleeding. It, it, it created lots of problems for her. And anyway, she ended up pregnant. Anyway, um, praise God she didn't abort the baby, who is her son now. Um, but, I mean, the after effects of it were horrible for her um, and all that. And, you know, what people don't talk about, which really bugs me, a lot of people don't even talk about the women that die during abortion. You know, there's numerous women that die. Um, or the how, the how many women become barren after you have an abortion. Um, you know. People who want to have more children, or, or they'll do it when they're young, and then they'll want a kid later, and then they can't. All that. So, anyway, it's horrible. So, so this is dangerous abortion drug. Was it being misdreamt? No. The thing, the thing is, is that these were the FDA was saying that these websites cannot sell these drugs, uh, and they were illegally. <laughs> I mean, when the FDA, which is pretty liberal, comes after you, then, you know, you know, that's the thing. Did I just violate confidentiality laws? No. Because you don't know who I'm talking about. 
just so you know. All right. So anyway, here's the thing. Uh, let's get one more story in here. Uh, this is over from WorldNet Daily. And I alluded, I alluded to this in my text message. So text message, if you haven't texted me, Bible News to, two, to uh, 33222, do that. Join my text message list. High School Holy War, Bible versus versus LGBT Pride, celebrates evil and punishes righteousness. Now you're going to love this article, you guys. Gotta love our youth. <laughs> Here's, okay, listen to this. <laughs> An Ohio family is at war with their local high school after their daughter was suspended for posting Bible verses in response to LGBT pride flags on campus. Lebanon schools celebrates uh, evil and punishes righteousness, proclaimed Tina Helsinger, the mother of student Gabby Helsinger on Facebook. The dispute at Lebanon High School began when Gabby wrote Bible verses on post-it notes and stuck them in various locations after having seen numerous rainbow-colored pride flag flags throughout the building. I'm going to say something before I go on. When Randall and I went to the Glisten Conference, the Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network, when we went to that conference, one of the first workshops I sat in had to do with how they were teaching the kids to put up intimidating pro-gay stuff all over the place, right? I mean, they, they literally taught them how to market that stuff all over the school, and they taught them, like, okay, here's the sign. To put this up right and then if somebody dares to rip it back you need to have another sign behind it saying you just committed a hate crime in order to be threatening and bullying okay they actually taught them these tactics they called it speak to power that was part of it anyway so listen to this so so uh, she described on video what happened explaining so on thursday when i got to school I see that there were pride flags, posters around my school, and I felt the need to write down some Bible verses so I could put them around my school. And I wrote them down, and I put them around my lockers and the walls. <laughs> That's what I did when I went to high school. I got saved. I wrote my Bible verses everywhere. I shared them with everybody. Um, she said, I was coming back from lunch. I see the teachers taking them down, and the next day I got called to the office, and there's a letter that says I have an ISS, which is in-school suspension, and the reason why I have it is because abuse of others, disrespect, rudeness, because I put Bible verses up, quote, targeting the GSA organization, Gabby said, alluding to the school's gay-straight alliance. I did not know... What the GSA organization was or meant, she continued, seeing that there was people in my school that needed help and they don't need to be living in the confusion of wondering if they should be gay, bi, lesbian, trans, anything like that. And I know that God is the only way that they can be healed by that, and that's why I did it. I was not targeting any kind of organization or anything like that. Good for her. Um, the principal, Scott Butler, met with Gabby, and she noted, when I got sent to the office... He was talking to me and he said, why did you put these up here? And I said, because I wanted to spread the word of God. And he goes, well, did you have permission? And I said, no. And I didn't know you you had to have permission because people do it a lot, putting post-it post -it notes up on people's lockers. So I just did it. And I asked him why every time Jesus or God or anything like that gets brought up at school, it gets taken down right away. But we can put gay and pride stuff all over the school and not have to take it down and people can talk about it. But when you talk about God or Jesus, you just get to put it down and you're not allowed to talk about it. Tina Helsinger is staunchly defending her daughter 
and went public about the matter on social media. I appealed the punishment stating posting a Bible verse is not abuse of others, disrespect, disrespect, insolence, or rudeness. And in no way was it targeting GSA, but the school principal, Scott Butler, says Gabby was targeting the GSA organization and therefore must report to ISS Wednesday 3-13-19, which is today, just so you know. She concluded, parents, if this is happening to your child, what would you do? Please listen to her story. If you feel she is being unjustly punished, please flood emails and calls to the principal and assistant principal uh, if Lebanon High School, their email addresses and phone numbers are below. So butler.scott at lebanonschools.org. And the phone number there is 513-934-5100. I'm going to email this guy. And then ferrero.butch at lebanonschools.org and 513-934-5104. I'm going to call him up too. Hey, school, how you doing? I'm Stacy Lynn Harp, your sweet and lovable host from Bible News Radio. I just read about you guys and what you did and um, just how you want to be on my show. <laughs> Click, you know, you know that will happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the family is receiving both positive and negative feedback on Facebook, including Missy Silvestri Forty said, good for her. Who the hell are any of you to tell her she can't display their beliefs as well? She didn't do it in an evil way. She didn't call them names. She believes in God and should be able to post anywhere she wants, just like the LGBT does with their signs. Stop the double standard crap and stop telling people what they are allowed to say and believe. That's dem behavior 101. <laughs> and then Stephen Hawkins wrote, uh, pray for her deliverance from evil. She is in the lion's den. Her faith in speaking truth, God will honor. Adults need to wake up and see that children are being taught under the guise of the tolerance of no tolerance and being told what to think, act, and say. And then Shelby Lynn uh, McIntosh said, I realize it's not your daughter's fault she's homophobic. I feel bad for you and all your children. You are not a pure or good Christian. You are the worst of all. Wait a minute. I was called that before. She can't top me. <laughs> you are the worst of all. And one day your God will place judgment on you for trying to play his role. You and your kids are no one to say what is or isn't right for someone else. You all are not <laughs> saving anyone from their own life choices, but only making it harder on them to learn the love of the Lord or have a personal relationship with Jesus. Since you love Bible verses so much, you should practice loving your neighbor. You should also teach your kids to love their neighbors instead of being judgmental and crude to people already struggling to be themselves in this world. That is not the godly thing to do, and I truly pray for your soul, you evildoer, that your own sins and false judgment won't lead you to a path of eternal damnation and your children won't follow. Obviously, that was a Christian. Wow. <laughs> in name I mean, only. <laughs> well, you got to love the boldness of the girl. I mean, hey, I... she reminds me of me. That's what I did when I first got saved. And I had the principal of my high school say, hey, even though you were elected to say the closing prayer at your graduation, you cannot say Jesus' name. That's what happened to me in 1986. For those of you unfamiliar with the uh, <laughs> the rudiments of the English language or maybe even some of its finer points, do you want to go off camera? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I words words like here. should and ought represent a moral absolute viewpoint. You ought to do this. You should do this. <laughs> And Tommy's so, like, all righty then. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. 
And you were you were not a pure recruit. You're the worst of all. And uh, what else is new? Yeah. Um, uh, you should practice loving your. You, sh- you should also teach your kids. Um, you know, this is not the godly thing to do. You know, it's like you are not in a moral position to say anything about anybody. I, however, am. Just you're not no. you're not in a place to you. You shouldn't. You know, you. Sh- uh, you know, God will put you in a place of judgment for you trying to play His role. So let me let me judge you on that, <laughs> and let me tell you where you're wrong and what you should do, what you ought to do, and and how dare you have any sort of judgment on anyone? You should be ashamed of yourself, because pure and good Christians are tolerant and never say bad anything about anyone. You stupid idiot. Yeah, butthead. Yeah. <laughs> Who are headed down a path of eternal damnation. Oh, yeah. Hey, just so you know, I'm going to hell. That's what I've been told numerous times by people. (laughs) I'm like, am I? (laughs) So That's not a good thing if I am. So if if this this mother is not a pure or good Christian, she's the worst of all, what would be the best Christian of all? The one who... Stands for nothing has judge has not. No... Yeah, see, Sean's saying judge not, which you know, don't you love that? It's one of the most hypocritical statements a Christian can throw out. That usually, the first of all, people who say it they never read the context. Second of all, it's a judgmental statement to say judge not. <sighs> Just <laughs> anyway, <laughs> tomorrow I have a guest on the show. Yeah, I do. All right, my guest tomorrow is Douglas Woodward, and he is going to be talking to us about his brand new book. It's about the Bible. It's going to be super interesting and fascinating. Doug is a good guy. He's been a guest on our show numerous times. You're going to love him. So I hope you can come back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Central Time. I don't know if Facebook will be up by then or not. Oh, I know you were, ju- I know you were kidding, Sean. I, I know. But you gave me the opportunity <laughs> to say that. Um, let's see here. Christians don't call people buttheads. Well, I do. I call him a lot of other things, too. Like you. You. You love my husband too much. Just so you know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The spiritual man judges all things. Amen, sister. Yeah, so anyway. So anyway, tomorrow, come back. Please come back into our cult. We are a cult people. Yeah, we are. We're trying to... Who was it that said they tried to, they're trying to un brainwash the masses (laughs) not that we could do that i don't have that power but hey you know what this this there's a song that says the b-i-b-l-e is the book for me just so you know that's my book hey you know what it talks it opens up open up that book just open it up people and read it it's an awesome book you should check it out sometime before it's banned in america you know and I do advocate hiding one, burying one in your yard someplace in case when it does get banned, then you'll know you'll, ha- you'll be able to go and dig it up. But even more so, like I told my kids I don't want to, you should hide the word in your heart. Yeah, you should, because then nobody can take it away from you. So, on that happy note, <clears throat> thank you all for joining us. Hope you have a great evening. Remember, be bold, stand up, and be like that girl. Go with God. <laughs> Get some post-it notes, write out some scripture, and post it places. (laughs) Just spread the word. You never know. You never know. 
Uh, somebody could get saved seeing it. So go with God because he loves you.